Hello and welcome to another edition of the Third Shift Football Podcast. This time we preview all of Week Nine's games, talk about Thursday Night Football, and go. Wait, that's Josh Johnson. No, that jo- that Josh. Oh, oh, wow, Josh Johnson. Hello, everybody, and yes, welcome back. It's the third shift football podcast where we stay up late, watch these games that start way too late, and Neil, I'm tired. I watched my Colts demolish the Jets, which everybody and their cousins saw coming, despite the media hyping Mike White like he's the second coming of Jesus. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I was typing up my uh, Hall of Fame case for Mike White. What were we talking about? I hate you. <laughs> anyway, um, reason one. Uh, anyway, so a lot of NFL news uh, going into week nine. We're going to talk about that first before we get into Thursday night football between the Jets and Colts. And, Neil, we had a really um, tragic story out of Las Vegas where wide receiver who was starting to become a breakout star in the National Football League, Henry Ruggs, uh, was driving over 150 miles per hour on the side on the streets of the strip in las vegas anybody's been to las vegas you know there's a lot of stoplights there's a lot of cars and hit a car and killed a woman she basically burned alive and the dog died in the car too it's it's just a tragedy <sighs> i mean just don't drink and drive he was he was driving under influence he in nevada law he faces two to 20 years in prison and to be honest with you well he's he, gonna get the book and he deserves it all 20. Like, I feel so sorry for that family. I feel sorry for his daughter and their family. But you know what? You get paid millions of dollars, right? And some NFL players don't get paid that. But hire an Uber, even if you don't make that money. You know, like like Neil and I, right? We don't make a lot of money. We can afford an Uber. And if we can't, we shouldn't be going out. The NFL has a car service, man. That too. Like every city. It's just, it's indefensible. I mean... Look, I get people make mistakes and they should learn from them, but life was lost. And at that point, all of my empathy and sympathy for him run out. He made a dumb decision and someone else paid the price. We'll talk a little bit on what it means to the Raiders, but at this point, my thoughts go out to the family of the of the young, the 23-year-old woman who died because of somebody else's dumb mistake. Yeah, I agree. I do think it's really great that Derek Carr is still loving him. And what I mean by that is nobody gives sympathy for rugs, right? We're not, but I think it is important to show that like, Hey, I still care for you. I know who you are. You made a really poor decision. And I think that's the message Derek Carr is trying to sending. And I think that's an important one. While people make mistakes, we should still, you know, be compassionate a little bit. I don't love some of the things Derek Carr said in the wake of the Gruden and rugs thing but admittedly he is showing a very consistent character trait of trying to at least show some level of forgiveness and that's that is admirable i'll give him that okay now let's turn our attention to thursday night football where the game was over at halftime it was 28 to 10 the colts got up 42 to 16 and then the colts defense let the jets score 30 points if you can't tell i'm angry 
fucking pissed. You let John that defense let Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson, he of the drafted in 2008, has only spent seven years in the league. Johnson for 317 yards and three touchdowns. I'm sorry, what? I have no words. I know Jillian Blackman's out the rest of the year. Kari Willis, they're two starting safeties. He's on IR. That's inexcusable. The defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflus, needs fired. I'm, I'm done with it. Right. Like, you, you can't – like, it's the Jets. It's there's, a third-string quarterback. I know. There's – there's there might be – let's take a step back. There might be a few ways to look at this one. Good victory for the Colts. Babe. Oh, no, I'll get to that in a second. I'm just okay. like, I, I just, th- that's been their problem the whole year. And like Carson Wentz looked really good. Jonathan Taylor was a monster, but I, I think it's overshadowed. Josh Johnson threw for more yards than Carson Wentz. And he had a tip ball pick at the end of the game. That's it. <laughs> that is, oh, it's amazing. But there's a couple like okay so the Colts defense is not good especially against the pass we all knew that great run defense the problem being run defense not as important as today's NFL and the pass rush got tired because they thought the yeah. game was over like everybody well it, it, it was over this game was close like god we were so ready to call it and just record this and be done for the day and then this happened but there's another way to look at this and maybe the Jets' offense is better than we thought it was. This is two straight weeks no, of thirty not, plus points. I'm not convinced. I think what? I no no no. The Bengals was impressive. This was Neil. I'm going to be honest with you. Any quarterback obviously can make the throws that was made in that second half. That that everything was open. Like, I, I, you okay. had, like you can't tell me that. Like. Nathan Peterman, or uh, I'm saying his last name wrong. The guy that played for the Bills, that was terrible. No, Nathan Peterman, you're right. Yeah, he could have done QB1, baby. Put respect on his name. He, he could have done all that. Okay. But, like, for real. That was okay. I agree. It wasn't good. But maybe, just maybe, we need to – let's let's stop for a second. Let's talk about the Jets, Okay. They play hard. I respect they the hell play out of hard, that. and I think they might have found something play calling wise. I'm aware these aren't the two most dynamic defenses in the league, but when you're a team like the Jets scoring 30 plus points two weeks in a row, that's a freaking improvement. Now, the interesting part is that happened without uh Zach Wilson, and you did it with both a second and a third string QB. So there's something weird happening there. Yeah. But Maybe, just maybe, this Jets team, who I still think isn't very good. God, they're not even last in the division. Thanks, Dolphins. Um, yeah, They're showing some things. Maybe they're starting to figure some things out, especially on the offensive side of the ball. What they've been doing these last two games has been working. And, like, I was writing them off, and maybe they'll sink right back to, to the bet pits after we're done with this, which they probably will, admittedly. But... Maybe they figured something out because if you can guide Josh Johnson, who like respect on the name, the man stuck around for a reason to 317 yards coming cold off the bench. Yeah, that'll do. So maybe, maybe we should come away from this game. Look, the Colts have some concerns, but they got a good win. They got a win tonight. And that's all that amount of short week. 
but maybe we should look at the Jets and go, maybe this is a team that's starting to figure some things out. I did mention that a few podcasts ago. They play harder. I think their talent's worse than last year, but they're, they play harder and that's half the battle to be honest with you. Um, There was some great things about the Colts. Like Carson Wentz was really good again tonight. He made a couple bad throws, but you can take 22 out of 30 for 272 yards, three, three tutties. Um, does have the QBR yet, but his quarterback rating was a 134. That's really good. Jonathan Taylor was a monster still. Only 19 carries. I would like to see more. Well, I'm Wait. sorry. When you get 172 yards, the amount of carries you get is, doesn't really matter. I, I just think the game was over, and the execution, the last half of the third quarter and fourth quarter on defense, that's inexcusable. All the starters were in. Yeah. Like did, something has to change, and luckily they get a mini bye week. Hopefully that fixes around. They get Jacksonville, and then they get the big one with Buffalo, which I'll be at. Which is oh. not, that'd be a lot of fun. Fun, be a lot of fun. The only thing more to the Jets damn near covering the ten point spread. No, just respect on the name of Josh Johnson, baby. But this whole night has been just me going. Wait, Josh Johnson, but the one to play for the Bucks? No, I can't. Oh wow, that it's the same one. Holy crap. But you know what? Dude survived being in the XFL, US, USL, or UFL, I mean, AAF, and being on Washington. So if you can survive all that and stick around an NFL roster, good on you, man. Again, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can find us on Twitter, TTSF underscore podcast. Neil and I also have our own Twitter accounts. You can find us there. Um, we're also on most podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, Neil, we did not get to talk about Monday Night Football with the Giants Chiefs because you. Well, we can watched, keep it that way. You, this is an important decision we need to make. We can keep it so that Monday Night Football was never talked about. But we are going to talk about it <sighs> because you were there. Uh-huh. What was it like? This, this tell the listeners – well, it was like to watch the Chiefs damn near blow it because Patrick Mahomes still has a lot of issues. It was a weird game. Like, it, it was just uneasy because, like, the Chiefs are struggling this year and that you can kind of feel it reflected in the fans. And of course, then it gets the usual fans. There's a bunch of drunk idiots who are doing a bunch of things. But it's got to, there was like a smattering of booze at times. Like, it was just, eh, it was just a weird night. But, you know, they didn't lose. So, at this point, that's all we can take. Although that was one of those wins that you just leave and you're like, are we Are we sure that wasn't a loss? Yeah, I mean, thankfully they played the Giants, who are god-awful. Mm-hmm. They need to fire Joe Judge. Yep. Um, but you watched Mahomes play. He made a few spectacular plays. That pick wasn't his fault, to be honest with you. It was I've heard some ball. people... Heard some people say he forced it, but my general policy is if it hit someone in the face mask, it probably should have been caught. Yeah. It's McKinnon should have caught it. It was wide open in the end zone. The other guy was there too. Didn't really jump for it. Um, but I am concerned that there were moments when they did what they should do, right? Check the ball down. They ran it really well too. And then they just like, you know what? We're tired of this. We want to go for it when they can't do that right now. Teams are playing them to where they can't take the deep shots, make the heroic plays, right? Yep. 
every team is playing that too high shell or some variation of it against them. Like they're not blitzing. Chiefs are being blitzed at a historically low rate. Um, they're not blitzing. They're keeping guys in coverage and they're just flooding screens. And Kansas City can't move the ball against that. They've shown it up many times this year and the past. Even in this game, a couple of the, like, their first drive until that end zone interception and like some of their drives was just them taking what's there, taking the short stuff, moving the ball down the field. Yeah, it's I, and when they're when they start off like that, they look okay. But it's just it feels like the second something goes wrong for either the defense or the offense, they just get spooked, and they want and like Patrick specifically just gets spooked and wants to make something happen. This is something you if cherry pick for his first three years. You kind of notice in big games or like games like that where people are really containing him, he kind of gets antsy and wants to make something happen until he hits that deep shot and then he calms down once that happens. The, uh, the Super Bowl is actually a great example of this. He didn't look great in that game until he hit that deep shot to Tyreek and then all of a sudden he calmed down and was in control of the offense again. He has not hit that deep shot in like five games at this point because teams aren't letting him. And I, he knows this. Like, you listen to interviews with him. He knows what the problem is. He, there's some mental things. His footwork's never been great, but it's even worse this year. It's just – it's all mental. And the Chiefs – it after that game, I am legitimately more concerned about the offense and the defense at the moment. Uh, thank God, though, they took Daniel Sorensen out of the game after that touchdown. Oh, like, that dude shouldn't uh, – That's the point. Like, he should not see an NFL roster, like, ever. He's just not good. Um, there's some great clips of Mahomes. Uh, Dan Orlovsky from ESPN. Uh, he, you know, make all the jokes you want about him running out of the end zone when he was with the Lions. The dude knows football, right? He knows it better than any of us that talk about it. He really dissects what's wrong with Mahomes, and it's his feet. And when I watched this, I was floored. I was like, this makes so much sense. Because, like, when I was a thrower in college, everything had to do with my feet and hips, right? Where I aimed them, that's where it was going. It didn't matter where the rest of the body was. Mahomes, his feet just tell everything. He's spooked in the pocket. He's not comfortable. And there's pockets, Neil, that are like you could pull up a chair, crack a beer, and read a book. Yeah, he gets he's he's in his head. It's not great. It, I mean, I think it's fixable. Like I'm not. Oh, it's totally fixable. It's totally. fixable. Like I'm. I. I I don't quite think that people have figured out Mahomes because I mean, people, <laughs> people, it's not like the tits too high thing is new. It's just a combination of the defense, a new O-line, just some things that happens here. I think it spooked him and got him out of his game. To me, this team needs a bye week. They, this, since week three to me, this team has screamed, we need a bye week to recalibrate, refocus ourselves and just kind of get right. And it's just not happening until after Thanksgiving. And during that stretch, they have to play the Packers, which that game got a lot easier all of a sudden. Thank God. The Raiders and the Cowboys. If they go 2-1 and one in that stretch, I think they're okay. If they go 0-3 oh like they might, it's going to be a problem. Well, uh, you – sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, quick quick note on Daniel Sorensen. Via Clay Windler on Twitter, opposing quarterbacks have a perfect 158.3 quarterback rating throwing at Daniel Sorensen. On 25 targets, he is oh, allowed 21. 25. No, on 25 targets, he's allowed 21 completions, 356 yards, 
three touchdowns and 10 missed tackles. He's just unplayable out there, yet they keep trotting him out there in the dime and making my heart stop. If you could see my face right now, my mouth is to the floor. <laughs> how is this dude in the NFL? Uh, like, I have, how is he playing? How is he on? How is he on? Like, why is he not on a practice squad? Like, yo, like, damn. Uh, I, he, uh, I have not liked him for a few years, but this this year is new. Like he he has been unbelievably bad this year. We're just saying something because he wasn't great. Before. Yeah, he is straight up unplayable. The only way you can play him is as like a box run support safety, but that's only if if you absolutely know it's a run play. Like and goal line? No, God, not goal line. Did you see what happened on that scenario? I, I did, but you just don't play him in coverage. You just blitz him. Yeah, that's it. But then that's the problem with that is is then they know who's blitzing. He's just, yeah. I ref, if Armani Watts is legitimately not better than this version of Daniel Sorensen or none of the Chiefs' backup safeties are, that is a damning indictment of their roster building. Same with the fact that Ben Neiman sees the field every week, but that's a whole nother issue. So let's move on, Neil, to, you, you already talked about the Packers Chiefs. So originally the Chiefs were favored by one point when I was working on the show. You don't understand that. It's um seven and a half now. Aaron Rodgers has COVID and he lied about, well, he didn't lie. He didn't lie. He just used, well, say alternative phrasing to try and get people. And he did. And uh, honestly, he broke COVID protocols oh, the yes. whole season. And you know what? If the NFL doesn't come down him and the Packers, I'm going to scream. Oh, they're not. The NFL knew. I mean, they, but he, that's he, the problem. It's just bullshit favoritism. Like, I don't care if it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or Daniel Sorensen. Be fair. I I agree, but they this knew is, this. This they, is horseshit. They denied him vaccinated status in the summer. Like they they already knew about this, and they have done nothing about it. I've seen them like bend over backwards trying to make this not as much of a thing. But it's just yeah. And now he's going to cost his team a game against the Chiefs. Well, potentially. He might miss the next week. Yeah, I, he's, not, he's not eligible to come back till the 13th, right? Which is Saturday. Yeah. that. Mm, who do the Packers play in two weeks? I've got you. It's the Seahawks, who might have Russ back. If they don't get the one seed because of these two weeks, I'd be furious if I was the Packers. I would be furious. Like, they should beat the Chiefs with Rodgers. But you know what? The Chiefs are going to win, and they're going to cover because I don't think Jordan Love can do it against a, this bad of a Chiefs defense. I just I don't believe in it. I, can I say this about the Chiefs? Like, not to go, go back to it. Let's talk about something different. Let's talk about something that I found encouraging from Monday night's game. I think the Chiefs defense is starting to get better. It is. I really do. Their front like, four played much better. Now, Giants offensive line's terrible, but it was better. Yeah, but they've played some other bad outlines like Washington's O-line and haven't done crap. They looked a lot better this week. Um, honestly, the linebackers, the Ben Neiman's not great, but Willie Gay and Nick Bolton look like studs out there. They're starting to move Chris Jones back inside more, and you all saw that. He makes, he makes offensive guards look uh, unplayable out there, so oh, he needs to go up time. They just got Melvin beautiful. Ingram from the Steelers. That should that's help huge. on the edge rush. And Frank Clark looked good. He had a he looked great actually. I know it was against the Giants O line before people come at me, but he looked great on Sunday. So 
I think the Chiefs defense is starting to get better. I'm not saying they're a good unit. I'm not saying that, but they're creeping more towards average below average in my mind. So that's good if you're the Chiefs. Now, I think there's still concerns, but that's on the uptick. Aaron Jones and uh, A.J. Dillon scare me a bit still, but, you know, we'll come. Not without Rodgers. I'm just going to be blunt. Yeah, they're going to stack the box. offense is going to be a shell. Now, Jordan Love lights up the world. That's a different conversation. I just don't see it. Is Alan Um, Lazard back? I know Devontae Adams will be, but is Alan Lazard going to be back? I'm not seeing yet. I got to keep talking. Um, but it, even if they get them back, Neil, I'm just, I don't know. We, we've we never seen Jordan Love play except for preseason, and that didn't even look good. Yeah, and Spagnuolo's defenses, even though they haven't been playing great this year, mm-hmm. um, they're known for being rather complex for quarterbacks, so that's not necessarily a great match. Okay, Alan Lazar got activated. Um, that's not a great matchup for rookie quarterbacks. That might be a little bit. He does a lot of motion, does a lot of stuff. That might be a little confusing. Yeah, this game went from a what I thought was going to be a fairly easy Packers win to it swung. This whole Rodgers thing has swung this game hard, and I think the Chiefs might actually walk out with a win. I don't think it'll be pretty unless the Chiefs commit to the run game and stay within themselves, but we'll see. I, I like the Chiefs to even cover at seven and a half because mm-hmm. their front four, if they play like they did Monday night, that will help their secondary, which is not very good. And that's all you need. You got to disrupt the young quarterback. I think Spagnola brings pressure all day in the Chiefs cover. And it's a good win. I don't care if this is on Rodgers. It's just that simple. Like, I don't care if you don't get vaccinated, be smart. Right? Don't yeah. don't be near anybody. Like, literally just go from the facility to home, facility to the game, whatever. Like, and then walk around unmasked, like. It was a bad year for Halloween parties. Like the Von Miller Halloween party apparently went to crap. Yeah. Uh, then Aaron Rodgers went as John Wick to, to a Packers Halloween party. And that ended badly. Just bad year for Halloween parties in the NFL. The Halloween parties were the truly scary part of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to another big storyline game. That is an AFC North showdown between the Browns and Bengals in Cincinnati, one of my favorite cities. And uh, Cleveland's kind of a mess. Like, and not kind yeah. of, OBJ's dad should have kept his mouth shut. Probably. Like, why, why you got, you're a grown-ass man. Why you get, why are you having your dad criticize the franchise quarterback? Like, seriously. Like, what do you expect? I, I don't know, man. That was it's, dumb. It's, right? I get it. It's, he's mad. And if you watch that video, you can kind of understand what the really fun part about that is. You know who liked that video? John Johnson, Rashard Higgins, <laughs> members of the Browns. Oh no, that's not good. Oh I, god, I just, yeah, the Browns I, are fracturing. And they were our paper champs. And you know what? So be it. Like Baker's good. He's not great. He's a good quarterback when healthy and he's not healthy. I give him all the praise in the world for gutting it out with the torn labrum. That's not easy, even though it's in his non-throwing shoulder, but mm-hmm. your dad should not be commenting. This is pro football, man. Not even college. Like get out of here. Like if I was Cleveland, if I couldn't trade him, I cut him. I would, I would want no part of that in the locker room. Well, I haven't I, heard much about OBJ yet. 
Like you haven't heard a thing out of him. No, it's all but his it, dad just... and like LeBron. Again, it's not good, and I think they've what excused him for practice for two two straight days now, which they technically can't do. In the CBA, they can't do that. Well, I mean, like if he wants to practice, he can practice. Yeah, I mean, I take a paycheck and go home but you know it's i think it's just a bad situation they're probably going to cut him judging by everything i've seen this week apparently brown's coaches were telling people he's basically no longer on the team do i believe the one quote that had a player describing him as having a malcontent attitude no no because i wasn't aware the browns had a player who was 75 but it's just the cleveland is cleveland is for different reasons than kansas city fracturing at the seams after a very promising start to the season it's kind of sad to see honestly but it's also the most browns thing that could have happened give me the Bengals just because of it joe burrow has a big day jamar chase bounces back after his worst game as a pro give me the Bengals. they're minus three and i'll take the spread <laughs> yeah worst game as a pro it wasn't that bad either <laughs> i only had a touchdown they only had 30 yards yeah, I've seen – dude, I've watched Dwayne Bowe be the number one receiver on a team before. I have seen worse. Um, yeah, give me the Bengals. Uh, they're going to be looking for blood after last week, and Cleveland's in a bad place right now. Um, Titans rams Neil. No Derrick Henry. Rams by seven and a half. This is our third top game. This would have been the top game if uh, Derrick Henry didn't have surgery. He's out six to ten weeks. Yeah, that's mm. – God, ain't that a kick in the nads? Like I know we talked about it on Monday. I know on Monday, but God, that Titans team was starting to hum, which I know you weren't such a big fan of, but they were humming, man. Yeah, they were looking good and they were starting to really be like the Titans we thought they could be. And oh no, everything's dead. Yeah. I and Von Miller first came as a Ram. Oh no, I don't I don't know if he'll play. It's that's oh yeah, he's playing. He'll play on third downs. Not down my mind. (laughs) <laughs> I doubt in your mind he's gonna play. He's I gonna... think the Rams. I think the Rams win by big. Yeah, I I'm kind of with you on this one. Um, like, the Rams I are. A... Th- I I just don't see Ryan Tannehill pulling this off against a great defense. I could see him doing it against the Texans, or the Jaguars, or hell even the Chiefs. Not the Rams. Oh, yeah, my. I think I'm with you on this one. The Rams are too. The Rams do have weaknesses. Um, their secondary beyond uh, Jalen Ramsey is a bit suspect, but yes. they have players in the right places, and their defense has been good this year. Like, they are a good defensive team, which is not something you can necessarily say, even though they've played better about the Titans. And I think that roundedness is what's ultimately going to win the day. And there's, I, I just, the Titans are going to scuffle without Derrick Henry. I actually like Jeremy May Nichols. I really do. But, but he's he doesn't fit with what they do. Yeah, exactly. He's more of a speed guy. He's not that downhill physical rusher like Adrian Peterson. He's was ten years ago. That that see, and that's not gonna work. Well, I I get it though. It's this is one of those like they already so they had a backup. He's injured now. Derrick Henry's injured now. It's like oh dear God, we need to sign anybody and everybody we think. I yeah. thought they should have traded for somebody. Like I, there's no way Denver wasn't shopping like Melvin Gordon or I know Melvin Gordon would have actually worked. Yeah, but anyway, they didn't do that, so they signed Deonta Foreman and Adrian Peterson. Are going to see if one of them could work, which it might. Run games are very dependent on the O line, and the Titans' O line has been one of the best run blocking units 
in the league. I, I don't think the Titans are going to take as big of a step back as we think they are, but I think they're going to struggle this week against a very good Rams defense, which is also coupled with the very, very good Rams offense. Yes. Oh, baby, Matt Stafford has made that thing sing. Oh, it's beautiful, right? It's like, gorgeous. Like, who, who knew that Jared Goff was that bad? Oh, my. Um, like, Jared Goff was the product of Todd Gurley before Todd Gurley got hurt. They're going to see if Ryan Tannehill's that now. Yeah, we are. And he is going to get exposed. Um, fourth game, Neil, it's your boys. Have we considered the punting? The Vikings. No, we're not punting. We don't punt. We're not cowards, Neil. <laughs> Vikings, Rams, and Baltimore, your team, your boys, the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins against Lamar. Ravens are fair by five and a half. This is a game I can see the Vikings winning because that's who they are. See, I would have said that, but after last week, no. (laughs) They couldn't beat Cooper Rush. Okay, now, to be fair, they're not on primetime this week, so Kirk Cousins may actually do something. Mm. I don't think he will, though. I just Baltimore had a rough had a rough time against the Bengals. I think we're on a bye last week, right? Yeah. Yes. They had a rough time against the Bengals. So I have a feeling that after uh two after a bye week, they've had two weeks to prepare for the Vikings. And I've, they're just not gonna come out and be that flat again. Um they still have Marlon Humphrey is good. I think their pass rush is good. Uh OA has been really impressive as a rookie this season, even though he's not defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bolton. But um yeah, they've, it's just the better team, or at least the better coach team, honestly. They'll do their yeah. offense. will be fine. They'll be able to move against a Daniil Hunter-less Vikings front. Um, yeah, I just don't see the way the Vikings are going to win this because I just don't – is there a way? Yeah, you drop back, you get quick passes to Thielen, you do some things to really help your offense out, but they won't do that. No. It's the Vikings. I, they won't do crap. I do like their left tackle – um he's a rookie i wanted the colts to draft him um god darwinson or something like that oh christian darisoff darisoff thank you i'm apologies for butchering his name he is really good like really good um you want to know the over under for Kirk cousins passing yards according to DraftKings? oh Oh, please 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 275.5 can't believe it like go get it here's the thing with Kirk cousins he's so weird because the numbers say he's good and like even like PFF, you know he's the number two rated quarterback on PFF site. Yeah, he doesn't. The the thing with Kirk Cousins that's deceptive is that he doesn't do anything that bad. But I would also argue he never does anything that good either. Nope. He's just. It's like we said yeah. last week. He's just this perfect. If everything's going right, he's the perfect quarterback. The second something needs to be happen, like he needs to make something happen, he is just not that guy. Artist, okay, is Kurt does Kurt Cousins make the Saints a contender? No, really, I don't think so. No, like you would think a healthy Jameis over Kirk. Yes, because like, look, Jameis has issues. Don't get me wrong, but. James can make something happen. You've seen a couple of times this year where he's moved the pocket, done some things. He can run. Kirk doesn't run. Kirk doesn't do the things where he like maneuvers in the pocket and throws it. He just, he, he just throws it away. He gives up. That's he's fair. like, he's like more conservative Alex Smith to me sometimes. Oh my God. That's saying something. Yeah. No, Alex could make something happen on occasion. Kirk is not that guy. 
He won't make any huge mistakes usually. He'll throw the ball away. But there are times in the NFL game where you just need to make something happen. Cooper Rush freaking did that. Kirk Cousins did. <laughs> Cooper Rush. Oh, my God. Yeah. Two of the top three people in passing last week were Mike Wright and Cooper Rush. What a world we live in. Who do you like? I, I've already basically spelled it out. I like the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to probably roll in this game. Although, don't get me wrong, I can't see the chaos that is the Viking coming out and winning. I, I can see it, too. All right, let's move on to the rest of the games. Neil, Broncos-Cowboys. Dak Prescott Cowboys. says he's going to play. They're fair by 10. There's no Vaughn Miller. No Bradley Chubb, no middle mm. linebackers, underperforming secondary, underperforming offense. Yeah, give me the Cowboys in this one. By 10? Oh, yeah. I'd honestly take the Cowboys with Cooper Rush at this point. That's just disrespectful. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you have you talked to me before? Do you think I'm going to be respectful to the Broncos? Especially after I gave them such glowing praise about their roster and they've come out like a freaking damp rag in the last five weeks. Well, they're, let's see, they're one in four in their last five. Yeah, huh? Um, that's not great, Bob. Nope. Um, Texans, Dolphins, Tyrod Taylor's back. The line's now five and a half for the Dolphins. But it's a tank bowl. <sighs> Fire up the engine, boys. It's a tank bowl. This is beautiful. One of like, these teams will break a seven-game losing streak. Who will it be? Thank God the NFL gave us this game. <laughs> Like I kind of hope I get it. Um, I don't think you do, and neither do I. I get the Bills. Uh, and, football gods are dead. Um, yeah, I put America, please, please, please do not watch this game. But in all reality, if you are forced to watch it, watch it. No, I, I, you know, I disagree with that. America, watch this game. Like, this is an exquisite, exquisite tank bowl. Like, this, this is, is – oh, man, this is something that you – will not see the rest of the year. Oh, no. that's not true. No, there's got to be another game. Don't say that blasphemy. No, I'm sorry. There's only one tank bowl. I think this is the tank bowl of the year. Oh, my God. Now I'm, like, looking through all the schedules. Dolphins Jets exist. Ah, that's 11. a division game. That might have a little spice to Week it. Also the, Dolphins, also, the Jets have looked a little spicier. The Dolphins Jets, look like in week 12. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, Eagles Jets. Anyway, we've been avoiding it, but maybe we should actually talk about this game. Um, I am curious to see if Tua can keep playing at a, an above average quarterback level because I think he's their quarterback of the future. I would take Tua if I was building a franchise. He has weapons, they, their old line play needs to be better, their defense needs to actually play up to their damn talent. Um, I like the Dolphins. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a rough one. Mm. The, yeah, they've both been underperforming. I am going to go against you. I'm going to take the Texans. You know what? I'll, I'm going to take the Texans too because I don't. I, I think Tyrod is that good. Yep. I was about to say they're going to get Tyrod back. Tyrod's look good this year. I think the offense is a little more alive with Tyrod back there than Davis Mills. And they're just playing better right now. I, they haven't played great, but I think they've been a, they've been a more – spicy like in in sync team than the dolphins you know not I'm saying gonna, much but yeah i'm gonna take the dolphins all right i'm gonna i know i flip flip flopped a little bit but to say do you want to switch again while we're doing the outro or no nope, i'm gonna take the dolphins okay 
I, I'm sticking on my pick. Let's move to the Falcons. We're gonna be Saints. like, we're gonna be like, good night. I hope you enjoy the week. I'm gonna take it to Texans. No, the Dolphins. The Texans. <laughs> Falcons Saints. Um, I don't this know who the rough. quarterback is of the Saints. They're favored by six. Um, but you're saying something about the Dolphins. <laughs> you Sorry, the Falcons. The, the Falcons. Falcons, Dolphins. <laughs> They're all the same. Six and a half for the Saints is the updated line as of Thursday night. Mm. <sighs> Who the hell's their quarterback? Let's go. Probably Trevor Simeon. <sighs> probably. I got to go Saints. I, 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 I trust their defense more than the that Falcons. is. That is what's going to do it. Like, I'm sorry. If you can beat the Bucks with Trevor Simeon, you know who you can also beat? The Falcons. But this is a game the Falcons. Like, oh, my God. If, if the Falcons win this game, <laughs> I would hate to be in New Orleans. If the Falcons win this game, at least they're like, oh, all well, our starters out. And we have to play Trevor Simeon, who we know who Trevor Simeon is in the at this point. It's not great. But, I mean, they beat the freaking Buccaneers. I just... I, it's got. I'm taking the Saints. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Saints as well. Um, Neil, we talked about Henry Ruggs earlier in the show, so let's move on from that. Let's talk about the game Raiders Giants in New, in New Jersey, not New York. Uh, Raiders are favored by three, and uh, I still like the Raiders. I I think Derek Carr is a man. He is going to lead this team, and they're going to keep winning. And that's going to be something to say if they do that. As much as I really don't want to talk about it, I am wondering how the Raiders offense is going to look without Henry Ruggs. Cause he was far and away their wide receiver one. Oh yeah. Um, they have like, what? I think they only have like three other wide receivers on. They have the Hunter roster. Renfro. They still have Dylan Brian Waller. They have well, King. I'm saying receivers, receivers. They still have Darren Waller. Don't be wrong. I, I understand, like, but it's just about playmakers. Yeah, like Darren Wall, but that puts them down to like Darren Waller as their primary playmaker. Unless Brian Edwards really steps up, it might be hard. This might start to become hard for the Raiders' offense because who's taking the top off on this? Because it was Rugs. He was there, kind of like he was there. Deshaun Jackson's available. I, they might get him um, if OB, OBJ situation goes down. Um, they might – both him and the Saints are probably going to take a look at him depending on how that goes. Yeah. Um, they're both oh, probably going to wait. I to mention the Saints will have Michael Thomas the rest of the year. So, oh, yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah so they're going to be loss. looking around. Uh, we might need to – yeah. But anyway, uh, so, yeah. But the, neither of them would be ready for this week. No. No, 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 no. Too late for that. I, I like I, the Raiders. I trust Derek Carr more than Daniel Jones. Oh, yes. That is – this is not reflecting on Derek Carr. I'm going to take the Raiders too. I don't – but I – Now, I think it's going to be close because I think they're going to basically bracket Waller and make their other wide receivers beat them, and I don't know if they can. I trust Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro is a fine slot guy. He's not your featured receiver. No, but they just need to run the ball a lot with Josh Jacobs and Ken, uh, Drake. They probably will. I mean, my fantasy team would really like it if they ran Josh Jacobs 30 times for 200 yards. I don't but, see that happening, though. You know, um, does Joe Judge's seat get hot? Or is it it's already? I think it's already hot. This is the idiot who's saying, like, well, the headset's broken every stadium we're going to. 
but your team is two and six. Teams aren't colluding to figure out ways to make you lose. They just watch tape. Collude. That's hilarious. Um, okay. Now, so you get fired. At the end of the year, if they don't pull out of this two and six stretch, yes. Does he get fired after Sunday? No. Damn. Okay, let's go to one of my favorite games that's not in the top four. Patriots-Panthers. You've changed. I think this game is going to be a beautiful disaster. Like, Thank you, 311. Like, the defenses are going to dominate. Sam Donald's going to be awful. Mac Jones is going to struggle because he's going to get a really good defense. This is beautiful. And both teams need to win this game. Now, granted, the Panthers are expected to get McCaffrey back, so that's big. Uh, that is a big deal. Yeah, I don't know if he fixes the fact that Darnold's regressed hard and hard. And their O-line believe that? sucks. He came, out, he came out on fire. And then this... This... Wow. I can't get over that. That was terrible. I, yeah, it's oh, he's getting so bad. Um, I, I like the Patriots. They're very by three and a half. Give me the Pats. Yeah, I'm also gonna take the Pats. They are they are struggling. <laughs> um the the Panthers just are on the struggle bus right now. I know they won they won last week, right? I yes, they barely beat the Falcons. I okay, yeah. Why is my brain so off today? Anyway, um, yeah, I know that, but that was not exactly an inspiring win. So yeah, that offense is really hard up right now. Give me the pats. Bills Jaguars. Do the Bills cover at 14 and a half and get the over? What's the over? I'm looking right now. Well then why'd you even ask? Because I want to keep your I want to keep the suspense up. 48 and a half is the over. Yes. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. The Bills might put up 56. They might do that on their own because, oh, my God, the Jags defense. Um, This is how far the Dolphins have slid. The Jags beat them this year. This Jags team. In London, not America. That's right. They've been on American soil. They have not. Just call them the London Jaguars. They're 1-0. That's fine. Or Jaguars, I guess, if they're over in London. Oh, God. Chargers-Eagles. This is a big game for the Chargers, Neil. Big game. Yeah, after two flat performances, it'd be nice for them to dominate the Eagles. And guess what the Eagles do well? They run the ball really well. Yeah, I'm not Mm. super concerned about that. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I'm going to take the Chargers. Justin Herbert bounces back. There's no way they they lose three straight, right? Woo! Uh, Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers, too. I think... Justin Herbert had some meh games there. I think this is the week he bounces back against a okay Eagles defense. Now, on the Eagles side of the ball, they do have a good front four, and the O-line for the Chargers has been struggling a bit. And you're right, they do run well. Jalen Hurts is mobile. Uh, we'll see. Do you know ESPN's – you know how ESPN has their football power index? Yeah. You know that actually says that the fi- Eagles are favored in this game. Oh, God. The matchup predictor says uh, 50.4% chance the Eagles win and 49.2 Chargers. Now, I'm aware that's basically a push, but I find it interesting. Uh, I think this will be a close game, but I think the Chargers come out on top. 
I think the Chargers blow them out. Mm, okay. I, I think it. they give up three touchdowns. Like, I think it's like, okay, not blowout. They'll they'll win by two touchdowns, like 38 to 21 or 35 to 17. I, I think the Eagles will keep it close. I mean, because no one's like the Cowboys are the one by 20, but that's their largest loss this year. They lost by 12 to the Chiefs. Uh, they beat the Panthers. And then they hung in there against the Buccaneers and the Raiders. I, I think they'll hang around. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll hang around. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, la- uh, second to last game, Neil, the Cardinals and Niners. Dude, I think this Niners- game might be spicier than we expect. How's uh, how's Kyler doing? Reports say he's going to play. Okay. I think this I, game might be spicy. I think it is. Something tells me something stupid's going to happen. And you know what? I'm taking the home team. You're going to take the Niners? Yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling a little frisky today. Yeah, I think last year I think hmm, I think they struggled with the Niners. I can't remember. No, they didn't. The um, 49ers have a good pass pass rush. They do have a good pass rush. Uh, if Kyler is even a little limpy, that might hurt. Uh, losing JJ Watt's going to hurt on the other end. Uh, I can't though. I think I think the Cardinals bounce back. That's fine. You can be wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just. I think the Cardinals are going to drop two straight, and then the NFL is going to be like, what's wrong with the Cardinals? Nothing's wrong. It's just their schedule. Their schedule's hard. And I think losing J.J. Watt was a big deal. Oh, I think it is, too. It really hurts. There was looking like a very good pass rush. Yeah, but they are coming off like a mini buy after playing on Thursday Night Football. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. And then God gave us Bear Steelers Monday Night Football. And what did we do to deserve his wrath? <laughs> Don't know. Oh, Lord. Um, you know, it's funny. I didn't even put is this for all the bitching about week seven NFL football gods? Is that what this is? It has to be. There's no just... other explanation. <sighs> cruel. Just the cruel Steelers are fair by a touchdown. You know what? Give me the Bears. Their offense can at least score. Uh, uh, no. I'm Just, taking the Bears. Justin uh, Fields has a great game. I will go opposite with you on that. I think the Steelers win this game for a couple of reasons. Number one, the Bears' O-line sucks. You know what? Part of the Steelers doesn't suck. Yeah, I'm aware. Front seven's really good there. I'm yeah, aware. and also the biggest blow of all is Matt Nagy will be back. That's going to be a problem. Oh, damn. I'm safe with my gun. I think it's going to be an ugly ass game, but I think the Steelers win it. Like, is Justin Fields the better quarterback? Uh, not yet, which is saying something. But we'll see. He needs to be in a better environment than the everything's on fire hell that is the Bears. That's facts. That is facts. So you got Steelers. I got Bears. Uh, Neil, week eight, or excuse me, week nine. Gosh, we Mm. are halfway through the season, Neil. We've been After doing this, this show for half a season. Isn't that wild? Since the start of August, Neil. Anything you want to add? No. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. And uh, don't drink and drive. Call, yeah, call an Uber. Yeah, don't. Don't. Just be smart, everybody. Yep, be smart. Anyway, enjoy your team's games. If your team has not played already, which is me. And I hope you enjoy Victory Monday, Neil. 
and everybody else. Yay. Have a great day. Later, y'all.